0: Welcome to Your Drive Time News Blast, 30 minutes, 45 minutes for subscribers, jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez.
1: And I'm Brad Binkley.
0: Today's top story is that a huge package, Congress has a huge package for you. They
1: got a huge package for you. A huge, huge
0: package for you, and I mean it. And I, I really think this marks. I, yesterday, I said that the Event 201 live simulated coronavirus that real events have been tracking almost perfectly. And if you want to hear us talking about how things were going to unfold starting February 8th, go to propreport.com. I put a blog post up there that had everything in there, including a special report we did on February 24th, which talks about every single thing that was on board. For event 201. And one thing I talked about yesterday is that event 201 suggested, predicted, whatever, 20 to 40% decline in the stock market. And I said, that's around 18,000. And yesterday, it's low was 18,200 something.
1: Remember? Yeah, you nailed that Okay. One.
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I hate to call a bottom, whatever. I'm just saying event 201 said that was the bottom. And then last night, so now Atlanta's in lockdown, like you can't go out or whatever, but we've been kind of like self-quarantining or whatever they want to call it. Like
1: Section 11, according to the new map. Oh, sorry. Section 11. (laughs) map. What is that that, from again? It emerged on Twitter. It's from, I can't even remember, the Jennifer Lawrence movie, Hunger Games. It's the Hunger Games fans. They divided up the country on Twitter and we are (laughs) Section 11.
0: It's so funny because I also like was there that that movie section 9 there's like yeah. d- sci-fi movies like that. Yes, yeah, so section 11, the heart of section 11, probably the uh, HQ section 11 HQ is on lockdown, but I was thinking we have been social distancing for a couple of weeks now. And
1: uh, any physical distancing physical, the new sorry, term
0: on PC eh, That'll get me thrown off Twitter. I've been so shadow banned on Twitter, which I'm grateful for, because if they actually take you down, you lose all your tweets. People are like, I can't retweet your stuff. I can't see your stuff. I'm like, don't worry about it. This too shall pass. Let's just keep it alive. Don't curse at me. Don't, like, bait me into something that's going to get me thrown off. I'm not trying to give people ideas. So anyway, so So last night I was thinking – You know, we have the instincts about disease and stuff like they're trying to panic us and all that. But the moms know kids and the kids aren't getting it like this is such a tell. But but after two weeks and you're literally like avoiding all contact with anyone, not touching anything, you know, or I mean, I think people's instincts are saying to them the medical fear here is not the problem. Like people, what was really exacerbating my ability to have normal conversations with people is that they're hysterical because they think their kids are going to die or whatever. Like they, you just try to talk to them about, can you believe this is happening? Well, well, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to humanity. It's like, oh, are you still thinking that? Now I think more and more people are thinking either because of government action or whatever, our self-restraint, this isn't the panic. The panic is not the medical. Then they start worrying about the other stuff, right? So here they are. And I, and I think, okay, when the panic has peaked, that's when like the worst of it, you, you know, is kind of, that's the bottom of the problem is when the pet, pan- and then it's going to start pulling up. I said that to my husband last night. I was like, this is it. People are like calling BS on this. So then two things happened today, which made the market just shoot through the roof. That, so yesterday it was close to 18,000 at one point during the day. And, and today it's over 20. So that's a huge increase, and unfortunately, like I don't I don't really play in the stock market so you can get in at the bottom. Poised say, I did buy a little carnival just to prove that I was right, <laughs> and that went up fifty percent, five zero since I bought it. There's not enough to move the dial just to be like, see if I were you know yeah. if I, whatever. So two things happened today that did that. One was, and McConnell called it by saying, "Hey, the time for dilly dallying on this out, absolutely obscene financial package is over. We must act now. the time The clock, the time is up." And and he said that. And for me, what I hear is, "This is it. Panic is peaking. We're not going to have a chance like this. We had we created this." And the other thing was, Trump said he predicted that. Or he kind of set a target for the end of the physical freakout as Easter, which, of course, is such a dog whistle for his people. They've absolutely ruined Lent the whole entire thing. This is basically coincided completely with Lent. It's disgusting. I haven't received communion since during Lent at all. I could really cry just thinking about that. And and people, like, probably think I'm super religious. I'm absolutely not super religious. There's just some—I am practicing Catholic, and there's just something in me that responds to that. And intellectually, I can't figure it out. But there it is, and it bums me out. So this—so— These things are all happening at once. And when you take uncertainty away, this is what like that preys on people's psyche and also has a tremendous impact on the market. And I can tell you when I had my son who has Down syndrome, they did not diagnose it right away. They just said they suspected it and they had to do a blood test. It took a few days to get the blood test back. When when they told me they confirmed my worst fears, I felt better just because I knew. And that's when I knew the psychological impact of uncertainty is absolutely real.
1: Yeah, it's devastating.
0: Yeah, you have to have, you have to know what you're dealing with so you can deal with it in your mind. Otherwise, you can't problem solve because you don't understand the problem. So now I feel like I could be wrong. There has to be a double dip or a threat of a double dip for one reason. So I, this is the only reason I can't really say this is the bottom and it, it'll they'll probably have a lot of volatility and all that. But they must have the threat of a double dip. That's why they're saying you can get it twice, which makes no sense if they're working on a vaccine because the whole premise of a vaccine is that getting it makes you, you know, like, and and getting it, actually getting it is better than a vaccine because when you get something through the innate immune system, it has, it can also protect you from related illnesses. And Iceland just said they found 40 different variations of this strain of coronavirus 40 because they're testing everyone yeah so if you get the acquired immune response directly from a vaccination it's limited to the exact microbe from what I understand so uh, so for them to say that a vaccine will work but you, you could also have a double dip in the same region is a little bit of a stretch but that is what eventual one said it's been tracking very well. And and it goes to what you were saying, Binkley, where they don't want this to be snow apocalypse. They don't even really they're not even gonna settle with like a volcano or a tsunami or an earthquake. They want just a permanent social change. They want like a technological revolution. This is gonna be like a, a sanitation revolution or a what do you call that with a sterile? Steril, sterilize, Sterilized OCD.
1: Obsessive compulsive yeah. people are Going crazy right now. I can tell you that. But the whole idea of a sterile society might be, you know, desirable. Yeah.
0: No, they're going to get their day. <laughs> they're going to get it. So, so that's it. There's a, um, not I. We can get to later what's in that package. We can return to that. Uh, what the McConnell package entails. A lot of it is the is individual payouts. It's actually giving people money and. Libertarians have been quite distressed over this, and uh, Justin Amash showed that he's clearly – somebody drugged him and took pictures of him with (laughs) animals because he was suggesting a cash payout to American at the federal level, which is ridiculous because – it, it should at least be a state thing. Places like California and New York are really robust economies, bigger than most countries in the world. They do not need to engage in a federal welfare system, and they're the ones who promote it. So let it go to the states, which if it belongs anywhere, which I don't think it does, it would belong there. But the, the question that libertarians have is how should— how should they deal with it? I've had people, one guy who really is poised to lose his business. I know people who've lost their jobs and they want to know like, how do they have to to tear up that check that they get in the mail?
1: The stimulus check.
0: Yeah. I would say absolutely not for a couple of reasons. First of all, I do say libertarians die by the sword and they don't live by it. You know, it's hard to live by it because you really have principles and there's a slippery slope and whatever. So, I'm not a sellout. I don't care. If you can take it, take it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The whole society is changing. A thousand bucks, you know, we've all done bad things, you know, we're ashamed of. I stole toilet paper from poor Peruvians. So (laughs) that's a story from a previous episode. Okay, so, so there are two ways of looking at taking it. I always say, like, we don't live in a free society. This is not a free society. So when you talk about open borders as a libertarian principle that has to be sustained, that's fine. That's great, except for that you don't have uh, you don't have the right to secure the borders of your own private property. You are living in a world that has labor laws. I mean, whatever. You don't have to be strict about it because you don't live in a free society and you don't have to— Pick and choose. You don't have to let other people pick and choose those rules to use against you to actually end up in a less libertarian society. So, so you are in this. You are being jailed against your will, falsely imprisoned as a health pre criminal in your house, and you are not allowed to work, and your employer is not allowed to employ you. So you are absolutely against your will, for sure, engaging in something. You are in jail. And if you're thrown into jail against your will, do you not eat the food they give you? People do go on hunger strikes. That is absolutely true. Do you think that's a moral requirement? I do not. Also, if you've ever paid a penny in taxes and you're a a war objector, for example, consider this a tax refund. So just it's your freaking money or it's my money. Welcome to it. Yeah, I mean, take it. That's an interesting
1: aspect of the stimulus. Because it's based on the 2018 tax returns. People who did not pay their taxes, which is going to be a lot of people who don't have a lot of money, are not going to get a stimulus check.
0: That's interesting. I didn't realize that. So it is. Uh, but, but it's also not correlated to taxes in that the h- absolute highest taxpayers are not going to get it. So I think that's how I understand it. Uh, yes, that's very interesting. And then uh, I would say this, however. Like Justin Amash advocated for it. I absolutely do not recommend advocating for it. It put it at the state's. If you need to go to your state and you have a beef with them and you want to hash it out like that, that's okay, but this is totally unconstitutional and it is absolutely unnecessary to have it at the federal level. It should be at the state level where you have some control over going to jail against your will in your own house. Like you need to have some control over this. Do not let it be federal. And and I also feel like the, I always want to connect decisions and the costs of those decisions to the people who are making those decisions and are responsible for them. So you are the taxpayer, you are the citizen, you are the one who is being incarcerated by your government. And it is up to you to resist that in any way you can. And by taking, by relieving yourself of the consequences of that, in action or withstanding it against your dignity i'm submitting i'm not saying i'm not submitting i'm just talking about the the theory here by accepting it and using the future citizens money your children's money to ease the pain of something that you that you are being criminally attacked and you are relieving the pain of that you're giving yourself compensation for that by taking it from somebody in the future And so I've always been a fan of the balanced budget amendment with no exceptions whatsoever. So what about war? You can't have that because then you have this pathocracy starting wars all over the place. You need to have a war chest. That's what a war chest is. You save money in case there's a war and the richest society of all time should save money. So I've gotten a couple of requests to talk about the libertarian aspects of some of these issues and that is why I just hijacked the first segment of the show.
1: I've been wanting to hear a libertarian perspective on thank it, so you your, thank you. I appreciate you pr- that. you
0: did encourage me, so I appreciate your patience.
1: Use the money they throw at you against them. Can that be a thematic pull from that
0: well i don't I wouldn't say to use it against them, but you can't deny it because you have no choice. You don't have to d- die by the sword and not also live by the sword, which isn't a great analogy. it isn't yeah. really, but it it sends the idea. But I think I do think it makes sense.
1: Yeah, you're imprisoned. Uh, you're right. When you're unable to do anything else.
0: Yeah, you, you cannot go work. You can't go. You were in this relationship with someone where you did whatever he asked and he gave you potatoes and he, they're not letting us do those things that get us potatoes. So they have to give us the potato. You know, they don't have to. We, if they don't give us the potatoes, we will revolt. Right. So so you can't advocate. But if they're giving out the potatoes, nobody's going to revolt. You might as, you're might. you going to have to eat a potato, live for another day. I mean, I, I'm open to whatever libertarians want to argue. I'm just trying to think it through myself. And if I'm wrong, that's great. Let's hear it. That's fantastic. Uh, people can actually engage with us. There are a few things. we. So we've gotten some emails. We've gotten some uh, subscribers since yesterday. We introduced an extra 15 minutes for subscribers, which people can get at our patreon page which is propaganda report and uh we can do shout outs answer questions if you want to get ads you can contact us directly the propaganda report podcast at gmail.com and in honor of our new format let's hear an ad
1: anyone who listens to the show knows that i have an addiction to sports but with no sports on right now and no games to bet on i have to get my fix elsewhere  … which is why I like to head over to MyBookie.com and check out what kind of other action they're offering. And there is one competition still running, and at MyBookie, you can bet on it. And that's the presidential election, which is something that I love monitoring, how the political betting market is affected by the news. And you can see that effect in action over at MyBookie as President Trump has seen his odds at being reelected fall from 70% to 55% over his handling of the coronavirus… And with MyBookie, for every $140 you bet, you get back $240 when Trump wins a second term. Who says no to that? You can even bet on the next terrorist captured in the My bookie Donald Trump specials. There are a lot of fun and interesting bets on MyBookie. You can bet on whether or not you think Trump's going to get kicked off Twitter, who the first organization to send someone to Mars will be, and even which movie studio will be the first to produce a coronavirus movie. It's definitely worth checking out. So join now and start winning today. Visit mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag, and use the promo code Binkley B-I-N-K-L-E-Y, all caps, for a fifty percent deposit bonus at mybookie. You can bet on anything. Okay, so you were talking. So that talking, was great. Yeah. Thank you
0: so much for that uh, for that sponsorship.
1: Mybookie is a very interesting website. Worth it's so checking fun. Out. It is, and you
0: know, my mother, who's a huge gambler, is like. Oh, that's so cute. That's so cute. <laughs> that's your sponsor. Is she? she at least she likes yeah, she loves it. And she finally converted to the podcast after the WSB show got taken off. the air. Good, she was able good. to listen to the WSB show, and now she got somebody to help her figure out podcasting or whatever. I was afraid
1: you were never going to see her or talk to her again after that message she left on the final WSB show. I know, WSB have show. a good
0: life. <laughs> she called the last show, have a good life, honey. <laughs> I'll miss you. It's like, Mom, I actually have a actual personal relationship with you. <laughs> But she uh, sent out a message yesterday. I had one of my sisters call me and say, why isn't the show up? It's four o'clock. And I was like, well, we're launching a new program. So now I have to figure out, I have to buy my mother a subscription. <laughs> but, but let's she's not, she taught me not to worry too much about the health issues in life. She's not that worried about it. So I am curious though, uh, a lot of people are worried. I do think that we're kind of pulling out of that. But this kind of, shelter in place has had a lot of health impacts should we talk about health stuff or should we talk i would about like to talk it? about zoom you want to okay yeah let's do yeah. let's we'll get to that now we have extra time we can talk about it later
1: i talked about zoom a few weeks ago and kind of warned people that there's some vulnerabilities or there have been some vulnerabilities they have a history a reputation of that where it's easy to access the camera by hackers and other things zoom was again a top trend today It's being pushed by Joe Biden. It's being pushed by Google. This is the second time it's been a top trend in the past week and a half. I mean, the number one trend in America. You read articles. It has become the default platform that people who are working at home virtually are using. They are training people to use Zoom. They are training students to use Zoom. It is the platform that kids are using in most of the education system, from what I understand.
0: Did I tell you I had a Zoom party the other night? You
1: did. You did. You did tell me about that. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what happens when yeah. you use Zoom, some of the potential uh, downfalls to it. Some of the previous things that happened is back in March of last year, and this was exposed in July, There was this; it was discovered that there was a hole in their software where you could easily hack the webcam of a user and take control of their camera without them being aware of it. And the only reason that they fixed this is because other people, it's called a zero-day vulnerability, which is a vulnerability that the people who run the company should be aware of and should be addressing, but are not addressing and do not care.
0: Oh, zero-day, you know what it stands for? What? Zero-day is the day you find out about the bug, I think.
1: Yeah, well, they knew about the bug before, but everybody else did not. So it went on for months and they didn't do anything about it because they did not care. And their response was basically, we designed it that way because it's a one-click simplicity for our users and we're not going to change it. They only changed it because it was exposed and there was controversy around it. And then in December, there was another hole discovered where people could hack in and easily gain access to all the documents and to the audio and video of a private Zoom meeting and the same thing happened again a month later now they say that they patched these up but these problems emerged and then other people pointed them out and exposed them and controversy was created and then they patched them up but their pattern is to have a hole which is for the benefit of them one way or another you can determine what their intent is on that you know whatever you want to decide that that is but they only fix it when other people point it out and they have admitted that they designed their program this way because it makes it a better platform for a user experience is what they say go for it sister
0: sister i have a question so we have to boycott huawei because it's a chinese company that has all these back doors And didn't you say that Zoom is a Chinese company? Zoom
1: it's not a Chinese company. It is owned or it was founded by a Chinese billionaire who got one of the initial investors, was another Chinese billionaire whose company has worked with the Chinese government, has a history of controversial relationships with the Chinese government. I don't know if this guy, Eric Yan, Y A U N, I can't find too much information from him. But he did come over here when he was 22. Ultimately, ended up a billionaire, and it's just really interesting some of the the ties and the relationships with this app, especially since it's the app that the DoD uses, that the CDC uses. They all push it. That all these major power players are pushing this app. There's tons of virtual working apps. This is the one. That yes, they are that's all what I was wondering. Pushing.
0: Why? Because it did get better. But we, I found an email exchange between you and me. For some reason, I was. I guess I was like looking for zoom in my email and I saw something that we talked about in 2017 and it just wasn't working great. And yeah. then people have been working since then, but it's not, I mean, we've cycled through a lot of these kind of things and I, I was never like, that's the only one. Although my husband uses it, my kids are using it. I used it the other day. For yeah,
1: a, I've used it before too. Uh, here's another problem that happens with this app that you might want to watch out for if you have kids using it in school. There's something called zoom bombing going on. So on top of the fact that they have a history of being very hackable, the cameras, uh, hacking your camera on your computer, they also have this new like background thing that everybody's promoting. Oh, you can put a new background on it and it can look like you're not at home in your basement. Look like with you're with a bunch of celebrities or you're on the starship and that's yeah,
0: my my husband's company is doing that like funnily. They're doing it like every once in a while like some some Joe Biden will, like, creep up behind somebody's back. Right, like they you are, can do that. They're and so putting that's, time yeah. into it.
1: So that's fun, and that's why everybody's wanting to use That's how they're pitching it anyway, even though it costs money to do that, and you can do that for free on other applications. But another feature has enabled hackers or people who are trolls to get into these meetings that might be left open to the public and to hijack the meeting by using the screen share feature, which you cannot stop. You, you are helpless to the screen share feature and playing pornography to hundreds of people in these virtual meetings. Here's, an, here's just one example of what happened. On Friday, journalist Kara Swisher, a contributing writer to The New York Times and Jessica Lesson, hosted a Zoom event focused on the challenges to women and tech founders, the challenges they face. They were forced to abruptly end the event just 15 minutes into the conversation because a participant began broadcasting the shock video, Two Girls, One Cup. Very... Oh. That would. There are stories of this going on everywhere about Zoom. People are hijacking it and putting pornography that they're playing in front of whoever the audience is. And people are helpless to it right now and Zoom's saying, well, we're going to try and figure out a fix for it. So... If you're using Zoom, just be. I know that all of these apps are going to be a little bit vulnerable. Try to figure out
0: a fix. They know damn well. We're sorry That's about ridiculous. that disturbing,
1: disgusting That's video. Ridiculous. Be careful about that app because it's being pushed too hard. It's too vulnerable, and it definitely could be a way to coax people into having an app that monitors them at all times.
0: Well, the whole thing about China, I mean, it really threw up a flag to me that it's a, like a mysterious Chinese guy who owns that because Zoom is, is benefiting so unbelievably by this. Like we are seriously being just leveled up into a purely technical, technological society. Like there's nothing right. organic about this.
1: This is exactly what I think is going on as well with this Zoom thing. And here's what I think is going to happen they're talking about the benefits of to the environment which you brought up I think last week, about how the environment is so much cleaner. And now I'm starting to see more Well, I was saying they're going to
0: say that. They, it's they cleaner because they stopped spraying crap in the sky the, all, yeah. 24-7. They're absolutely the saying
1: thing. that. And they're training people to do, use these virtual work apps. To use this one specifically. They want everybody to use it. They want everybody online. They want to mandate internet for everybody. They want to pull the rural, rural areas in. And they want to train people on how to be somewhat productive in these virtual apps so that after all this is over, they can start throwing out re- regulation that requires people to work from home in order to save the environment. I bet we're going to see that in the future. Regulations, you're only allowed to come into the office a couple days a week, only you're allowed to have so many people in the office. I wouldn't be surprised.
0: And just like having this bogus $15 an hour waitress thing that waitresses do not want because they make more than $15 an hour in tips and the, and the company, the... Restaurant chains want to keep their tips and give them $15 an hour or take their tips and split it to everybody until it's $15 an hour, like stuff like that. And then what happens is just like the stevedores and the ports, they're going to be replaced by iPods. IPads.
1: Yeah, the robots like China.
0: Right. And and uh, corporations, if you have like a bunch of offices, you have a huge office building. You've got, or like WeWork is kind of folding into this. They're abandoning WeWork. So WeWork was going to go public and then it's whatever, a bunch of stuff happened, but they're not even going to bail it out anymore. They're just like abandoning the idea of like having an office outside your home. And I just feel like corporations can easily think, well, I have an office, but you have a home and I'm paying for this incredibly expensive office space in the city. I want to not have to pay that. Yeah. so why don't you use your home as the office it's just absorbing you know and there's value to having an office there is value to being outside your home you, like you do yeah, you're I'm going to do something fucking night and day by my kids right it's really crazy <laughs> it's quite a hardship I can assure you and uh but these the so it to me it's a big boon for the corporatocracy huge to yeah suck that suck your extra space your extra freaking sanity up into their coffers that's what this whole entire thing to me is it's just like a sweep every 10 years or whatever they just have a sweep so wages were finally trying to rise and this will absolutely suppress wages people were just starting to like build equity in the house have some savings this is wiping out everyone's savings and it used to be before the 401k era uh, which simultaneously coincided with this, these pension rules that even the federal government does not have to comply with, like similar pension rules, that the pensions became less desirable as a corporate compensation method. They used to give you a pension so that you would stay working there. And that was the smart money. So, like, 40 or 50% of the money in the market was pensions. So, like, your money was really well protected. And then they were just like, oh, no, you manage it yourself. So, every penny that's lost is probably dumb money right now. And then you've lost everything. Can you hold on or do you sell at the bottom because you're just like, I have I, – I can't afford to lose another penny. I cannot take any risk further. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. And it's just wiping people out. Small businesses are getting wiped out by this. And then they're layering in this incredible fiscal stimulus, all this extreme buying by the government. And I feel like it's just it's leveling up by wiping out all the assets at the bottom. And it's doing what the government, I would say, is their primary purpose. And that is to increase debt, ever increase debt at any excuse at a certain level of productivity. We should not have to increase debt anymore. They have to do things like destroy They have to break Windows to make sure we can keep doing debt.
1: And meanwhile, Zoom stock is soaring up. It's up fifty percent, I believe, from yesterday. The company that's owned by a Chinese billionaire. I don't know if he's pro America, pro China. I have no idea. Was funded by somebody associated with a communist party. And one more quick little fun story about that is: teenagers have found a way to cheat the system. So not only are they learning how to go to school at home, they're learning how to make it look like they're going to school at home by looping in videos of them looking like they're paying attention into their <gasps> Zoom apps. That's
0: fantastic. Like from the movie
1: Speed, if anybody remembers the Why, movie Speed. Yes,
0: yes. Oh, I love that. Leave it to the kids, their ingenuity. I kind of cracked the code a little bit on what I think is going on with China, so let's, we can do that in our subscriber segment coming up next. And uh, that's it. If you want to subscribe, tell people how to do that.
1: You guys can find your DriveTime News Blast every weekday afternoon at ThePropReport.com or on your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. And if you want more Drive Time News Blast, make sure and become a Propaganda Report Patreon, where for $5 a month, you can get an extra 15 minutes of the Drive Time News Blast a day, commercial-free, and other offers that we will be putting up soon. To become a member, go to Patreon.com backslash PropagandaReport or click on the Patreon button in the show notes. If you're already a Patreon, stay tuned for more DriveTime News Blast. We will talk to you all tomorrow.